Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, everybody. This is the First Day Sunday Magazine show. It is October 1st. How about that? I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. I got persimmon guts all over my fingers and my nose. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. We'll explain in a moment. Oh, boy. Kylan Talley is here, too. Also known as Wisp. Aw, oh, good is morning. Is she beautiful? She looks good in orange, I will say that. <laughs> Kylan is working at the zoo. For Zubu. Yep, I'm playing a witch of the wind, if you will. I love Wisp. It. And she flies. Mm-hmm, I do. I have little parrots on my costume. We're right at the entry of Pumpkin Town, getting to fly with the little kids. Make look, sure you, you look, look for, for the Kylie. orange hair. Yeah, she's got the orange hair and uh, is adorable. And you'll definitely want to get a picture with her and all the other characters that are there for Zubu. It continues on through most of... Uh, most of It goes through Halloween, doesn't it? Yep, it, it yeah. will also be on Halloween, and that's... One of their cheaper ticket days. Oh, if you buy good online, tip. Mm-hmm. good tip. Anyway, yeah, if you buy online, I think it's fifty percent off or a half it's, price. A big it can discount. be up to fifty percent off. To it's 50. going to be cheaper if you buy online, but all of the days vary dependent on if it's supposed to be a busy day, a weekend, whatnot. But Halloween, I just saw, was fifteen dollars in comparison to thirty. Oh, good tip, yes. Kylan. Good mm-hmm. tip. See, you get that from Wisp, the witch, <laughs> who's working today, by the way. <laughs> yep, right after this. Um, also, if you are going as an adult and you want to wear your costume, make sure you're not wearing any face masks. It's for security reasons, but I know some people have tried to get into the zoo and were turned away. Have you Unless seen if the they ele- took their face mask. Have you mask. seen the electronic masks? You put them oh, on, yeah. and they can be your face. They're cool. And then you turn them on, then you look like Zyor. It's really something. Come a long way from the plastic and the elastic band that held on the, the plastic <laughs> face. Wow. <laughs> We've come a long way. Hey, our follower shout out for the day. Yeah? For our first day with Terry Stacy Facebook post is Darren Buffington. Hi, Darren! He's been following along pretty well. He's commented on a few posts. Go Thank and follow you. our Facebook page, First Day with Terry Stacy. Please, will ya? Interact with it, and maybe you can be the next follower shout-out. Kylan's so good at Thanks, keeping Darren. up on it. Uh, thank you, Darren. Good morning to you, and we're really grateful for your support always. So, and we hope you have a good Sunday, too. It is a Colts Blue Sunday. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. The government is staying open, by the way, If you, I'm sure you heard in the news. Fear and this, porn. It's fear <laughs> porn. They're Denny, trying to scare us. Denny's going to talk about that in a little bit. We'll hear that from him at uh, 1145 uh, in a, uh, Investing Sense. Also, this also from WRTV, $2 million Powerball Jack Jackpot winners in Indiana. Somebody in the Hoosier State got lucky last night in the jackpot drawing, and it shows that two people won the match five plus power play drawing on Saturday. Yeah, wow. that was last night. So, you know, I'm most worried about the information I'm giving out now since I missed it. Last week. Wait a minute, I just check the date. Nobody died. You're Hold safe. on. <laughs> anyway, one of the winners was from Indiana, and the other winner was from North Carolina. So we'll wait to see what the Hoosier Lottery says on who that person or persons is or what is exactly next one though the next drawing is for uh, tomorrow monday with an estimated jackpot of one billion (laughs) dollars that's something you know that's amazing uh also guys the wonderful world of disney returns tonight 
Do you remember growing up, not you probably, Kylan, I bet, but Sunday night was the wonderful it world was. of Disney. It was uh-huh. one of the first shows in color. It was. Oh, and it was Tinkerbell a show. would it was come a show. out every and Sunday night. Use her little wand and, it's and turn just everything colorful. Beautiful. But anyway, it's it's back tonight. The wonderful world of Disney comes back tonight on ABC and they will have the network premiere of Jungle Cruise. So uh, it's fun family stuff. It's good memories for me anyway. Hey, speaking of Disney. Please. The Atlanta Falcons are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars as the Sunday Fun Day football is taking. Yeah! Jaguars are ahead 17-0, but that's not the story. We just watched Duke Kaboom do his halftime show on that Fun Day football <laughs> Toy Story fun. version. Now, you that, can now see Duke it on Kaboom Disney is Lego. It's Lego really Duke. fun. I yeah. mean, it really is kind of fun. It's all animated, obviously, and the Toy Story characters. And it's Even just a the fun analysts. way. Right, and it's, it's a fun way to watch the game that's happening. It is. It's quite entertaining. It's fun. Tune in for a minute just to see what it looks like. It's pretty cool. You can have it on in the background while you're still listening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Colts, as we mentioned, back home for a 1 o'clock game against the Rams. It is a beautiful day. Downtown is a sea of blue, and it is so fun. I think we, I know there's a lot said about downtown Indianapolis, but on a day like today, uh, it is uh, shining, for sure. Vibrant. Vibrant. We're going to take a quick break, and that is because coming up, we've got a very, I had a special conversation. There is a film that's making its debut at the Heartland Film Festival And it's about Nancy Noel, a world-renowned artist and philanthropist and just an amazing woman. So uh, passed away of cancer in 2020. But I have a conversation with her son coming up in just a few minutes, right after the break on 93 WIBC. It's 11-16, and this is the first day. I'm Terry Stacey. Denny Smith is here, too. Kylan Talley producing the show. And uh, yesterday I had a chance to talk to some pretty special people. Art and Soul, a portrait of Nancy Noel, will have its premiere in the Heartland International Film Festival at the Toby at Newfields on October 7th. I had a chance yesterday to talk to director and son of Nancy Noel, Alex Cosina, also the film's editor and producer, Sammy Must... Must... I'm bad at this. Mustaklam is his name. And last but not least, executive producer Amy Pozik. And I asked Alex to tell those that may not know who Nancy Noel was to please tell us about his mom. Yeah, mom was, uh, was uh, I think, you know, one of, one of Indiana's great artists for, for many decades until she passed in, in 2020. And she was renowned for her portraiture, uh, her images of uh, children, uh, animals, the Amish. Uh, she was famous for, of course, her travels to Africa and her portraits uh, of African peoples. And then later, her angels were extremely popular globally. Later on, she, she had the sanctuary in Zinesville, yeah. which was a very popular destination. And of course, uh, you know, she was aligned with a lot of humanitarian efforts, uh, both abroad and, and locally. A super high energy, outspoken uh, person. Mm-hmm. She was an extraordinary mother, uh, to not, not only to myself and my brother Michael, but also to uh, many uh, animals who lived at uh, Landfair Farm in Zinesville. Yeah, that is for sure. Amy, you know, you've got such a gift for seeing a story and knowing it's a story that needs to be told. What caught your attention to want to turn what was a a short film into a documentary about Nancy Noel? Well, first of all, Terry, I got to say you are my favorite, as you know, in Indianapolis. But I'll tell you, my favorite favorite right now is Alex and also Sammy. And the reason that this film, I kind of think, got on really started was I know Alex had always planned on making a feature, a wonderful story about his mother. And he had this wonderful short that was at the Indianapolis Children's Museum. Mm -hmm. I just happened to see it. 
and it was online. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we have to get this off off the Internet right away. So I called his dad, Jerry, and he actually made it happen by introducing me to Alex. And then together we met with Michael Cosine, his brother and nephew's son, and then um, their business associate, Kathy Curley, in Zionsville, Indiana. And it was right then that we kind of just decided to take the short that he had already created with Sammy into um, a feature film. And so I'm just so excited, and especially because Indianapolis is really, really on board with this, and so is Heartland. And everybody knows me that Heartland is my very favorite festival in the entire world, mostly because they focus on filmmakers and how to get distribution and how to make their film move along. And I know that there'll be a, a great piece of help for us to make this film go forward. But I'm telling you, I was in the room where it made it happen and it's going to happen and I cannot wait. Sammy Mustaklam, uh, editor and producer as well. And Sammy, this was a short film that you and Alex created for the Children's Museum. How do you and Alex know each other? I grew up in Indianapolis, but my parents opened a restaurant in Zionsville and Alex and his mom and his brother uh, were just big fans. That's how we got to know each other. Alex, I know that you were able to spend a good deal of time interviewing your mom. Tell us something that you didn't know about your mom that you learned during that interview. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there wasn't much I didn't know about my mother's career because okay. uh, I spent a lot of time with my mother and I've, I've interviewed her before over the years and I you know spent decades filming her with with my uh, video camera in that interview I think there were a lot of things about her childhood that weren't clear to me and so I spent quite a bit of time trying to flesh out the details of her childhood you know her her formative years uh, at Walloon Lake in Michigan where she spent her summers with her family and also how she kind of got started professionally painting and so uh, you know there's some interesting things I, I learned about the very first Penrod yeah. uh, event and uh, how she got selected to to come and paint portraits I found the stories about her painting portraits of Penrod <laughs> with this long line of people <laughs> waiting uh, for Nancy Noel as she was painting these, these portraits maybe 15 or 20 minutes at a time underneath a tree. I found that stuff to be just really fascinating to look back and even see the uh, the newspaper clips from that time. You know, a photo of my mother in, dressed in, you know, 60s fashion, <laughs> um, painting a child under a tree. It just was amazing to hear about those little stories about, you know, really from a different time before I was, I was born to kind of imagine life at that time and imagine my mother sort of getting started as a, as a young artist doing these quick portraits in chalk. That, I think, is an example of, of some of the little things that I that I never quite really dug in before. That was so fun for us to kind of dig in and go, okay, well, how long did each portrait take? And, you know, what, yeah. what did people say to you when they were done? And that's something I, I'd never done before. My advice to people is if you can do a documentary about your parent, <laughs> do it. Because it's one thing to just know about your parents it's another thing to really ask some questions. And that was really rewarding for me. She painted more than a thousand original works, sold millions of prints and published eight books. Celebrities commissioned her to paint portraits of their children, supplying meals and medical care and school supplies for more than a hundred children in a preschool in Kenya. 
that's named for her now. So how do you jam pack all of that into the documentary? Tell us about Art and Soul. And really, did you start from that very beginning? We did start from the beginning, yes. In any life that's that's long and well-lived, it's tricky to decide what you include and what you don't in under 90 minutes. That was a daunting task for me. And it was something that I, I was certainly procrastinating on. And it really took Amy to say, hey, let's, you know, let's tell this story. And, you know, Sammy to second her and say, hey, we can do this. Let's dive in here. We've got a lot of great images. You've got these interviews. And let's create a film. And I had to kind of loosen up and go, you know what? The most important points of her life, the things that are worth people sitting down in the theater and watching, those will emerge as we ask the right questions. What actually made it into the film are things that I felt were the most valuable in terms of actually doing a portrait of Nancy Noel. It's not supposed to be some critical assessment of her art. It's not supposed to be the most intense, deeply personal look at her personal life. It's supposed to be a portrait of her as an artist and a woman. What I felt was important about Nancy and her legacy is that she did it her way. She really did not listen to others, painted the things that she that she felt strongly about that she had, you know, in her mind. She was very independent minded uh, as an artist and, and as, a, as a woman and as a mother, for, for that matter. And I wanted people to, to see a very independent minded person who was following their bliss, you know, really doing the, the, the things that they felt they were called to do, listening to their to their soul, living in service to her soul is, is what I, I like to say. She really lived in service to her soul. And I feel like this documentary serves as, as a message to people, and especially young people, to live a life in service to your soul. And when you look at all she created and how successful she was and how happy truly, genuinely happy she was, it really is an exemplary life in a lot of ways. That's really what I hope the film accomplishes. That's Alex Cosine. He is uh, Nancy Noel's son and also the director of Art and Soul, a portrait of Nancy Noel that you're going to be able to see this week at the 32nd Annual Heartland International Film Festival. Begins on the 5th, goes through the 15th. We'll make sure you get all the details. But Sammy, I want to ask you, what would you like to add to that? And and what do you think that we will love about this film. She did really wonderful work. We've created a film that's especially seeing it in a cinema. People are going to get to experience her paintings in a way they they probably haven't before. Because we were working with the scans that are used for replication, we mastered her paintings well beyond, you know, the the resolution needed for like 4K. We're able to push in and see not only the color and the intricacy of her work, we're able to see her brushstrokes. We're able to see her in those paintings. And to see that in a movie theater is going to be really something else. I think that the film is a testament to, as Alex said, the fact that she kind of created her own world and didn't uh, didn't just take anybody else's you know instruction too easily. I'm excited to see people respond to it. We've had a limited number of people who have seen the finished film. And the response we've gotten is so positive. I'm just very excited to see at the Toby Theater on the 7th when we've got 500 people in attendance who are just mesmerized by the things I've been paying, I've been doing for the last, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been working on this film since um, the beginning of the year. And I can say that even 
between Alex and I, I've seen this more than anybody else. And I'm excited to, to watch the movie, not through my own eyes, but through a, a big group of people. Amy, anything else? What would you like to add before we say goodbye? You get the last words. Like Alex had mentioned, uh, Nancy was just someone who was always living in the service to her own soul. And this film is just something that's over long overdue and it's about you know this woman that fought for that she just fought hard in a world of men in the art world that didn't take her seriously till they did please grab your family and friends this is a film that you will not want to miss it is again screening a world premiere at the heartland film festival at newfields there's free parking uh we'll have a special q a and if you come, you get a free special tote bag, too, on that night. But I also wanted to let you know, too, we are also screening it through Heartland at the Imagine Theaters at Hamilton Town Center in Noblesville, Indiana, October 12th. We have a special screening uh, sponsored by Edward Jones Investments off of Fall Creek at 82nd Street. And also, we're screening October 13th at Imagine Theaters at 445. So I would encourage you to please go to heartlandfilm.org and get your tickets because they are selling like hotcakes. Yeah, lots of great films out there this year, over 120 films that will make their appearance at the 32nd Annual Heartland International Film Festival. Again, heartlandfilm.org for tickets and schedules. And Amy Pozek, executive producer, Alex Kosin, Nancy Sonnen, director, Sammy Mustaklam, uh, editor and producer of Art and Soul, a portrait of Nancy Noel. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Thank Thanks, you, Terry. It's 11.28. We'll take a break. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Mm-hmm. So get to brewing. I like what that barista's doing. It's like my life's improving. Now that I have my sweet, frothy pumpkin spice. Oh, I love my pumpkin spice. Spice, 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 spice. Oh, what have you done? Spice day. Who is that? This is Maxwell Glick with a parody of Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. You've seen Taylor Swift all over the news. All over ESPN, even. Oh, it's really crazy. I mean, it really is. I saw that in Zionsville that somebody created a 12-foot-tall skeletal version of Taylor Swift. She's wearing a blue sequin dress. She's got the blonde wig, but it's a skeleton. <laughs> Iconic. And then this week, they he, they added, whoever has this in Zionsville, added, um, and they call her Scalar Swift, by the way. Um, yeah. They added um, a, a Travis Kelsey skeleton next to her since... That's the story. It is. That has been the story. I don't understand it. Next week, I think we're going to talk a little bit with an expert about fandom, about what how this has happened. That a certain person can just have this much power and and popularity among people. It's just interesting. Not that any decade or any generation hasn't had this, but this Taylor Swift thing is amazing to watch. It started with the Eras. Well, I probably didn't start with the Eras tour, but that was a huge thing. So all of the Swifties, that's a huge fan group. And then football fans, that's a whole nother fan group. And so putting them together. Yeah. They could be going to war in stadiums it's, over tickets, <laughs> trying to see Taylor Swift at it's a game. It's just a, something. And Travis Kelsey, he is just a, an incredible, I think he's a, a really fun personality. He's he really is. funny. And I like him. So I can see them together. They're a beautiful couple. But look what I'm doing. I'm talking about it. 
McKinnis. Yep. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Wawa's coming to Indiana. What? Ooh. Wawa. Everybody now, seems to. I is don't that know like a what gas station? Is it like gas station food? I don't fast know. food of some sort. Is it a convenience store? It's no. both. It's both. I believe. Because I believe. Goodness knows we need another gas station coming. I've heard in. it compared to Bucky's. If you've heard about Bucky's. Okay. Oh. So now, Terry Lynn, you're the one that likes close. gas station oh, food. You're the one gas that turned me on to Bring that. me a taquito any day. Did you know that Wawa was the first word that Helen Keller said? When oh, she was no. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting. They got her hand under the pump. Haven't you ever seen the miracle worker? The yes. Play? Oh, it they put makes, her hand under the pump. They cry. Well, it's hard. Yeah. With what's her name? Uh, what's her name? The old one? The no. old movie. I'm talking about the old, old one of Helen Just, Keller. What was her name? Little girl. Oh, the little girl. I don't know. Um, Listen, I want to. I do want to mention this because I think this is such an interesting story that has been. It's a viral video, and it's a woman that is preparing nachos for her picky spouse after he refused to eat the salmon dinner that she cooked, and this sparked a contentious debate on TikTok. I didn't see it, but I've just been following this story because it's relatable to me. How many of you are you a picky eater, Denny? Oh heck no. You'll eat anything. Always, well, even as a kid. If you're hungry, you'll eat anything. And so, yeah. Were you yeah. good as a kid? Oh, yeah. What about your boy? Um, he could be picky when he was a baby, but he got to the point he would eat most things. Everything. I mean, there were certain things he just didn't want. Cauliflower, you know, that type of crap. Did you make him eat it? Um, I think I made him taste it, but I never made anybody. I think the reason Jane liked me and went out on a second date is because we went out to eat and I didn't make her eat all of her food like <laughs> her other dates. This is in the 60s, you know? And I thought, oh, well. <laughs> anyway, Wawa. Anyway, oh, no, but anyway, uh, Kylan, are you a picky eater? No, I love all I've seen food. I've everything. if someone isn't finishing their plate, I will... I'm dependent on the person, but I will you ask will them to finish really? their leftovers because I too. hate seeing it thrown away. Do you too. say, are you going to eat that? Well. That's how you know you come I mean, even the bread family. in the middle of a table, if we've gone to an event and there's just the, all the bread left over in the table, I'm like, uh-uh. Nuh-uh. I, there's some place that will eat that. Oh, yeah. Hey, before I forget, I want to say congratulations to Donnie Bird. Oh, yeah, but wait a minute. I want to just okay. I just want to mention this story just quickly, Danny, oh, no, and then it'll be right done. But it's it's sparked a debate, and this is why this has caught my attention, because so many people weighed in. She decided, okay, well, he wouldn't eat the salmon, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm making something different now. Nacho. And people were like, no, don't do this for him. Do not do this for him. But she says she was trying to paint her husband not as an infantile, but calls attention to the fact that when parents don't expose their children to different types of food, they wind up with a relatively unsophisticated palate. And so then those of us spouses that now are married to that picky eater, wow. now we we take on that responsibility. Boy, she's taking the high road. She's a nice anything. lady. She's <laughs> taking the <laughs> high no, road. No, I get it. I've talked to this even with my own husband, David, who is a very, there are five things David will eat and that's it. And he tells me that he won't eat it, not because his family never made him eat, but because they made him eat food that he didn't like. So when he became an adult, he said, uh, listen, there are five things I'll eat, and that's it. I we, ate all that junk when I was... We heard that as was... kids all the time. If you don't eat it, there's some kid in China starving. You know, have you ever heard right. that line? Yeah. Yeah, but it's really true. So it just does... Well, if you have a picky eater as a child, please, try, just have them taste it. You know, it and, and I know I, I'm not a parent, so who am I? But I'm just saying, because really when they come weird. to me, then when they get to us as adults... Eating habits then, no, are we got to deal with it. Jane's Uncle Don, he would eat everything, but he'd only eat it one at a time. So if you have, like at Thanksgiving, you have six different things on your yeah. plate, 
he would only eat one of them at a time and it'd be completely gone. Then he'd start on the next one. And I always thought that was weird. I didn't like sitting next to Uncle Yeah, Don. but he ate it. Oh, he ate it. I mean, it, he was eating his food. He wasn't, he wasn't picky. picky. He, he was just the way he eats his, his way off he of his, his plate. Yeah. It's just an interesting conversation. Am I right, folks, when you have a picky eater that you have become <laughs> attached to now? And if you're the picky eater, you're not you, saying nothing. But I'm, yeah. I stopped doing it, too. I stopped making a different meal for for David just because he wouldn't eat what I made. You know, I would yeah. say, okay, well, I'll make a grilled cheese or something. No, we just we have to stop doing that. Let him... Well, anyway, okay, we move on. You wanted wow. to congratulate Donnie Burgess. Donnie Burgess, and why? Because he he won this uh, statewide award uh, for Bob Ross's interview. The, you know, is it Bob Ross Day tomorrow or today? It, today, today, uh, Happy Little Fest is in Muncie. Donnie did this wonderful. Uh, it was just a, a great radio piece. It was a whole hour of, of the life of uh, Bob Ross. All the things that, you know, he was frustrated with and how he got started and where he got started. And then you told me yesterday, what was his first painting going to go for? Oh, some, I didn't hear that. I did not hear that conversation. Oh, oh that's right. You, we I missed you yesterday. the first time. I was on first TV. Time, his first painting is going to go for something like $9 million. Wow. We'll see if it goes to auction and, and how that happens. Yeah, there were so many. Oftentimes he would just paint over the others that he had painted already. Just as some artists do, they just repaint over the the canvas. And uh, I know he did that a lot, too. Got a start in Muncie. Uh And uh, Donnie went up there and and really bird-dogged it. But congratulations to WIBC's Donnie Burgess. Great job. I just loved Bob Ross. I did. And when I was inducted into the Indiana Broadcasters Hall of Fame, uh, Bob Ross went in, too, at the same time. And on the, cool. on the panels outside, you guys were right next. We were to right each next other. to each other. It I was, was so beautiful. I was so excited about that. I mean, more almost more than anything was that it was I was right next to Bob Ross. Our my, our pictures and it was just a he died a really so young. Thing. He sure did. He died young, and um, it's there's still a lot of um, oh, I don't know what the right word is with between his son and and the people that actually own the rights to Bob Ross products and merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there a- were some things that I think were unfortunate. I'll say I it that too. way. At least in what we know. I'm going to take at least the high road what like we that. know. Me too. Because, <clears throat> you know, I don't know what really, really has happened. But Bob Ross, the man, <laughs> you can celebrate him today in Muncie at the Happy Little Fest. The iconic Joy of Painting painter, uh, which called Ball State home for years. Festival runs from 1 until 4 at University Green between Bracken Library and the Architecture Building. So it's a fun event. It really is. Happy Little Fest going on today in Muncie. A few uh, other celebrations are oh going yeah? on, too. Jimmy Carter's 99th birthday is today. How about that? June Carter Cash? No, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy oh, Carter. President. No, no. <laughs> Former president. I, I had something glitch in my ears, and I thought, June, Carter June Carter's still alive? No, I know. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. I know. Jimmy Carter's still hanging on. Not no. ready to go just yet. Well, when we heard last that he was, you longest know, his health situation, you were thinking. Longest living president ever. Yeah. Um, okay, 99 for him. Yep, 99. And Julie Andrews? Yeah, she just turned 88 today, too. 88 for Julie Andrews. I love her. The sound of music. The hills are alive. Love it. Uh, Let's do a little break because Denny's got investing sense in some important topics when we return to the first day on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Danny. 
got a friend in Danny. me When the road looks so rough ahead right. And you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed I'm stepping up onto my soapbox, ladies. Can you see, this is a real soapbox I'm about to get on. We've been living with this Danny. drama of a government shutdown. Yep. It's kind of, it's Whenever just postponed, you hear, really. Yeah, at least this, it's happened 22 times I know it. since 1970. That's when all of this continuing resolution started. But it's a it's a way that I think the politicians and the press manipulate us with propaganda, crowd control, and it's just raw manipulation. Please do not worry about a government shutdown. From an everyday financial perspective, it is a big bunch of nothing. And yet they whip us into this frenzy the same way they do with climate control and all this other stuff and going to electric cars and stuff. I'm really getting cynical about how this manipulation is so overt. First of all, two-thirds of the government employees are not going to miss a check. Second of all— They just don't get it. I only know because my husband's a government employee. Does he? Well, if, if he is considered non-essential— He's essential. He's essential. He's but still he going to get paid. He'll get paid, you, as he, they all will. As they all will. But, but depending how long the, if you're it runs, non-essential, you're not going to get One-third of government workers are non-essential. Right. Now that means they might have to wait for their paycheck, but they'll always get paid. Exactly. And they'll you get their get interest paid. rate. The funny thing is, is if they're not non-essential, what the hell are they doing on the payroll anyway? Well, <laughs> non-essential means you're not needed. And so they're whipping us into frenzy. They they tell us that it's we're so not going to get Social Security, that the military is not going to be paid. And that is a bald-faced lie. It is manipulation and propaganda. Those funds are already earmarked. Those are totally funded programs. Now, the, the programs might be going broke, but it's not going to be because of a government shutdown. So this type of fear porn is done for some sort of manipulation, and I can't figure out what it is. But we just dodged the bullet Saturday night. But I guarantee you that come six weeks, we're going to be right back to where we are. I and they're know. going to be trying to scare the snot out of us. It all has to do with continuing funding. The big uh, hiccup this time was the funding of the Ukraine war. You know, we've already put $100 billion into that hellhole. And now we've got another $24 billion that's on the – they were able to exclude that from the continuing resolution. But ladies and gentlemen of the jury here <laughs> – Please, please do not worry about this. I think the thing that we really need to worry about right now is where is consumer spending going? Because as of today, anybody who has a student loan, how much do you think the average student loan is in America of all the people who have student loans? What's oh, the gosh, average Kylan, amount? What do you think? I kind of don't want to know. You don't want to know. It's $37,800. That's the average. Okay. There are people in their 70s who have student loans that are in the hundreds of thousands. But all of those have all those people have to start making payments. We had because of COVID, we had three stand downs on that. And then we had eight postponements and we probably would have had it eliminated completely, but the Supreme Court slapped down the Biden administration. So now they're all everybody has to make payments. So if you've got $37,000 loan, let's say it's 2 or 3%, you can imagine what that payment is. That's going to come right out of the economy, and it's going to be do- going for debt repayment instead of haircuts, going out to eat, prizes, spoiling ourselves, and anything, any type of consumer consumption. So please don't worry about a government shutdown. Quite frankly, let the bums go home. Uh, you know, I, I've I've had it w- with them. We we don't have I'm with you, Denny. We don't have opposing parties. We have Republicans. Okay, that's what we got. Or we got Democrats. They they're all the same. And and literally, you could see that take place 
where the Democrats came over yeah. to embarrass the 24 Republicans who were trying to see some fiscal responsibility. All the Democrats came over and voted for it just to embarrass him. But we'll see what happens to Kevin McCarthy, whether or not there'll probably be a resolution to get rid of his sorry butt. And, uh, but I just hate rep- I, I just hate all of the, I don't know, the politicians are trying to manipulate us with this drama in Washington, D.C. Nobody gives a crap, guys, gals. Anyway, it's uh, crowd control. So don't worry about it. Is that the end? The, the well, you know, I'm at the maximum level of pissedivity about it. I could talk for another ten minutes, but I, you know, I don't want to bore the audience. But what I'm saying is, don't let people scare you. It's fear porn, you know, just like they've done with everything else. Whether it was COVID, whether it was global warming, you know, climate change, you know, the world's coming to an end if we don't pass this continuing resolution. Ah, oh, hogwash. <laughs> You know. I'm just letting him go. Oh, thank you, letting yeah, me I'm go. I'm just letting so you go. Kylan's continues. letting him go. Oh, you. you know, sometimes I think you need to get this off your chest. You oh, yeah. probably don't do this all day, every day. And what I want to do is I want to go home and watch a good Tarzan movie. Oh, oh well. <laughs> you know, then he shakes right. on the. Denny's just get just getting it out, everybody. Oh, you know, I know it's gosh. Sunday, and we try not to do that, please but he's don't. just getting it out. Yeah, please don't. And he's going to feel a lot better now at the end. Anytime you hear something that's going to change the world. Just think of the word crowd control, manipulation, and propaganda, and you'll do yourself a whole a, a big favor. It's just noise. It's it is just, just noise. noise. But it's and never... for goodness sakes, don't change the way you're allocating your, you know, your investments. Keep putting into your 401k. It has nothing to do with that. Now we got a lot of issues with, you know, we might end up with a third quarter growth or, or a third quarter growth is probably going to come in about three percent fourth quarter looks like it's going to be one percent which is a retraction we're probably already in, a, already in a recession but don't change the way you invest not now not that's now. denny smith you're always welcome to send him a note and everybody does denny, denny? at wibc.com <laughs> right. and denny will answer them on air he'll answer them he'll call you directly correspond with you directly but denny's always available and if usually you have any i send kind of a, questions and usually i send a copy to kylan and terry just to make sure just, just to make sure everybody knows i'm answering your emails. <laughs> can i get you mad about something else oh yeah let's go <laughs> get him well so this out. is going around on tiktok it's called girl math have you heard about it? Girl math. Oh, girl God. math. Is that like yep. man's You have girl backwards? food. You have girl dinner. So this is girl math. Okay. okay. So someone put it in a chart. Girl math can change for everyone. But this one, so the currency, if you're paying with cash, that means that that transaction never happened and all the items are free. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No. If you're getting a refund um, just because you turn something back in, like let's say you bought something at Walmart, you go for a refund. Um, that's... <laughs> And anything that you get back from that, that money is then free. It's basically free. And oh, you earn some money back because it's already spent. It's already I, out of your account. The that men are just not, as, men are just not silly. really girl math. We do not understand. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't personally approve, but I think it's hilarious. And I feel kind of bad for the generation. We can call back. that American math. Do you know why taxes are due in April and voting is done in November? Because they don't want anybody to remember all the money that they've paid. And people still pay taxes and they get these refunds and they think, hey, I'm getting money back. I'm, I didn't pay any taxes. Well, yeah, you did, but you just got a little, you paid yeah. in too much. Did you know? It's not girl math. Did you know that each and every penny smells the same? If you it, take your purse It tastes out, the same. I it, know they taste the same. Oh, well, <laughs> I think you know my story of I used to love to suck on pennies. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, anyway, they don't, they don't all, they all do what alike? They smell the same. They all smell the yeah, same? if you opened up your coin purse right now and smelled them, they would all smell the same because they're all one cent. I'm not sure putting copper... <laughs> 
Oh, I see what you did there. Terry and I both fell for that. That was really good. I've never heard that before, and I've heard a lot of stuff. That one was funny. Terry, yeah, was you, you shouldn't be you, sucking on oh, pennies anyway. That, well, you, I stopped doing it when oh, I got in my 20s. But it explains the brain's brain <laughs> thing, you know? <laughs> that was good, Kylan. I Kylan, love that. you oh, sucked us the, into that, that one. Was good. Did everybody get it at home? Jokes, they all Did have one it? cent. Hey, I, would, I do want to thank uh, neighbor Gary, who sent me a note about Wawa. I was asking about Wawa because it's coming to Indiana. And uh, he told me it is much like they've got, you know, the, the cooked-to-order food. Oh. You know, the made-to-order food. Really? Mm. It's like a Leo's. So if everybody, if you've seen a Leo's yet or been to a Leo's, I guess it's similar to a Leo's. Anyway, which is very nice. And wow. a gas station. Thank you, neighbor Gary. Coming up, also got a text about something that's going to be happening this week that could be alarming to each and every one of us oh. in America. In the United you States of America. No, shouldn't scare you. But if you don't hear what I'm about to tell you, it might scare you. So you better be back to hear about how to not be scared because it could scare you are you woman explaining to me i'm just saying you don't want to miss this <laughs> you really don't oh boy all right guys thanks for listening to us here this first hour uh, i do hope you do come back for the next hour as we continue here on 93 wibc we've got a lot still to go don't go anywhere today's top stories they're coming up next Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.